and, and to be servicing clients and BDC is happy to be able to support them to be able to do that. Awesome. That's what we do. Yes. That's what we're going to talk about too because we're thrilled to have Danielle on the line with us. Why don't we introduce her and her business. Hey, Danielle. Hi! Hey! How are you guys? <laughs> hey. How you doing? Welcome to Mind Your Business. I know. I'm so excited to get on this show. I listen to them like, why haven't I been asked <laughs> on this show? <laughs> you know why? Because you're too busy conquering the world, okay? <laughs> but no, I'm happy to have you here today. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, so we're going to try to get through it in 30 minutes. Um, but first, um, for those of you who are listening, I met Danielle in her regular day job um, as VP Head of B- Banking and Business Development um, at no, Butterfield. Head of Business Development, yeah. Yeah. At Butterfield I don't Bay. Take the banking title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you can have that one. I, that one. I know. <laughs> and so now she's an entrepreneur in her own right. Um, she actually pitched in our rocket pitch competition. Um, and she we're here to talk a little bit about that. Um, you pitched the NAB app. And I won't mm-hmm. um, steal your thunder. I'll let you tell uh, the listeners what the NAB app is. And then let's talk a little bit about why you decided to start that. Yeah, the the NAB app is really evolving to become more of a media and marketing company aimed at helping retailers connect their products and services with consumers. Um, it's right now it's very social media based, and we use social selling and storytelling to communicate about the amazing retail landscape we have here in Bermuda and the amazing retailers we have. So it's a uh, it's a work in progress, and I have to say I'm being very responsive and adaptive to the changing conditions and environment, but the ultimate goal is to bring more awareness to um, the services that we, the retail products that we have here to help retailers drive sales. And I think it's interesting, right? Because we, when we initially started talking early on, there was this issue of why is it that we've See, we see we know people are shopping right because we we see the amazon boxes come in ups zipx they are not uh, for for want of work right um and so but understanding that retailers rely on that kind of economic support from the people that live on the island as well so what is it that's preventing people from from shopping locally or choosing bermuda and i think one of the things that i think your app tackles is the perception that the prices for goods and services are so much higher here. How do you address that with NABAP? Yeah, that's definitely one of the factors. And, you know, if you recall, Jamila, we did a survey with you um, and we asked the community, why are they shopping overseas? And it, it came down to convenience, accessibility, and the perception of lower prices mm-hmm. with, with overseas shopping. And so, you know, early on when I launched NAB, we, we went about comparing prices. We were looking at things here in Bermuda and then looking at the equivalent product on Amazon and then adding in the shipping, the duty um, to get it here to show people that it is actually cheaper to buy it here in Bermuda at the end of the day. I think the devil is in the details and many times we buy things and we, we think that's the sticker price. We forget that, you know, a week later when it arrives to add in all this other the costs. The duty, the shipping, all, all of that. those yeah. incidental costs, yes, yeah. that go along with <laughs> shopping overseas, which don't go along with 
shopping in Bermuda. Right. And I can't tell you how many, you know, advertisers, we, we're in the advertising business here, we, we talk to them, you know, trying to get people in the store and, and, and trying to uh, create incentive shopping, they like to call it, for those to, folks to stay here and, and, and circulate their economic dollars here on the island rather than the bulk of them, you know, going overseas. I think it's yeah, and once you add it all up, it, it, it's astounding. I, I actually did an exercise where um, I took invoices, the ten invoices of things that I had recently shipped in, and I calculated the actual cost on top of the sticker price. Worked out to an average of sixty-seven percent more than what that sticker price was. So for anything you buy, add sixty-seven percent, and that comes to a more accurate cost of how much you will. It would be to get it into Bermuda. Yeah, it's not that you know nine ninety nine. You see, it's it's, it's not. But but I think that speaks to the psychology of the shopper, right? And and even though you think you know, you don't really know unless you do the math. And and what I would appreciate about what you were doing is you were taking that step. That 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 issue away from people. You were like, well, I'll just do the math for you. There, look, here's the same thing you were looking for, and this is what you can find it for in Bermuda. But since that time, um, since you launched, COVID happened. So, how have you seen your kind of business model, where you initially started to try to encourage people and show them that the, the difference um, in pricing should not be a barrier? What have what have, has been your focus now? And you talked a little bit about it at, in the inter- introduction, but can you expound on that? Yeah, you know, I saw COVID as terrible as it's been for a lot of people. It's also an opportunity um, for people being forced to shop local. It's an opportunity for retailers to put more effort in getting their products in front of consumers that need them. It was much more difficult um, with everything being closed down, flights being kind of hindered to ship things in. And suddenly people are saying, well, those things I used to ship in, where can I get them locally? So my focus has really been about saying to retailers, don't shut down your marketing budget because of what's happening. In fact, increase your marketing Mm -hmm. efforts. Put more effort into bringing awareness to what you carry because there's a lot of people looking for them and with them unable to get it overseas. This is your time to show if the opportunity is here. Oh, my gosh. That that was was huge. Jamila and I have had so many conversations with our guests that come up here about We've been telling people to create their own, you know, or to use the um, the platforms where you can sell your goods, and you know to do do the hard work, you know, get your pictures taken, get your yep. your layouts designed and stuff like that, and it has been booming now online it, business. Every single yeah. retailer here, you know, or or the smart ones anyway. I would say, I, you know, it's it for me, I'm excited, right? Because I've been singing this song and people are like, yeah, whatever. We're going to keep doing what we've been doing. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. amount of time that they have been, a lot of retailers have used the time in lockdown and used the time when they weren't open to get online, yeah. which is exciting. I think it's going to be exciting for us in the future of retail in Bermuda. Um, how do you think that is going to impact us? Do you think we're going to go back to our old previous habits of like, well, I'll just go down the street and buy it or do you think that this is going to take off where people are you're seeing more people continue to shop online continue to get products delivered what do you think from your what what you've seen danielle i think well, from what i've seen and, and in speaking with a lot of retailers i think we're going to get a mix because okay. i think that um 
lots of consumers love the online shopping to be able to see what's available in store. Yeah. And again, this is where Bermuda has an advantage. You can not only see in advance what they have in store, but then go to the store, try it on, and make sure it fits. Right. And not have to deal with returns and things that you do when you have overseas overseas shipping things in. But the the more awesome thing, I think, for retailers is now your products are not just limited to being sold in Bermuda. You know, suddenly yes. you've got a 24-7 shop, 365-day-a-year thing going, and now you can suddenly start exploring opportunities to sell outside of the island because you've just made your product more accessible. So, you know, in my conversations, I have a lot of friends that are saying, well, how can I start now shipping overseas? That's right. And now this has opened up so many more doors. Because I'm not limited to only the market in Bermuda. That's right. So I, in your door. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think we're going to see more people discover products because it's so much easy to, easier to browse them online. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to actually drive more traffic into the store so people can touch and feel. Because we like to do that. And that's right. But, quality control, too. Because how often, ladies, you know, and everyone listening... Have you seen it? Oh, I'm going to buy that. It gets here, and it's not the quality you expected. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's And then you've got to feel bad about because you know in in, in lots of places, you know, in in, in Southeast Asia and other parts of the world where, you know, you know somebody's suffering to make their clothes. I'm not trying to drag everybody down right now. Yeah. But we all know that as as a factor in in some of the um, less expensive manufactured goods these days. Yeah. Well, I think for Bermuda, definitely it is an opportunity, like you said, Danielle, to look at the the markets outside of Bermuda, right? If you're looking at products, especially ones that you manufacture here or or that are unique to Bermuda. Anyone that's an artist. Yep. So this is your advantage right now. Yep, you know? for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, Danielle, you mentioned that you're working with actual business owners, right, to mm-hmm. support them by showcasing their products, etc., and utilizing their marketing budget to use the mm-hmm. NAB app to do that. What has mm-hmm. been the response from them? Are they on board? What was your initial response versus what it is now? Because I see you everywhere. I see a post every day almost, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Does she sleep at all? <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm very consistent in posting. Um, a, because I have that many clients now that I'm working with, so it requires hey. me to be that active. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's how you grow your social media following. And, you know, I am a true believer in social selling as the more modern-day approach to Can you tell me, what do this. you mean when you say social selling, for those who may not know? Using social media channels and influencers to to showcase your products, to put them in contact, and to use storytelling yeah. to to get people excited and motivated to buy. Not just you know a static image with no type of understanding of why I, why this is a cool thing to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and social selling or, or social media, the the content is so much more shareable, it and it's. It's, it's alive. Yeah. Right. It's alive as well. It can be updated really easily. It can be shared very quickly across multiple channels um, that appeal to different demographic groups that you might be aiming for. So I just find it an easier, more flexible, more modern way to, um, to showcase and sell your products. 
So I want to ask you this, because of course, you it's on and popping now, right? You got all these clients, I can barely get a call back from her and everything <laughs> like that. But <laughs> what was it like initially? Because of course, prior to COVID and prior to getting I know how I felt when I'd be telling people, oh, you need to be online. And they were like, okay, Jamila, go sing that song somewhere else. So what was your experience like? pre-COVID and like now you're saying you have all of these clients what would how do you think they've made the how how did they come around to seeing it the way they should be seeing it do you know what to be honest even when I started Mm -hmm. I my biggest barrier was that just people weren't familiar with the concept of or especially more established retailers weren't really hip to using social media to sell products right um but Luckily, I had already developed a reputation in this marketplace for business development and for sales. So I found a lot of retailers trusted me right off the bat. I had at least five that were ready to onboard with me when I had like 50 um, followers on social media and things like that. Um, And since then, you know, once people have seen the quality of the work and see the testimonials because I repost when people say, you know, I bought this because I saw it on the NAB app or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been easier to definitely get my foot in the door with maybe people that were less familiar with me. Right. But I'm still encountering the obstacles where where people have cash flow concerns. Right. And just getting past the idea that marketing isn't the thing that they need to be cutting when you're, you're light on cash flow because... You know, you can have the best products in the world. If no one knows about it, how are you going to, you know, sell that? So you need a market that in some way. But that takes a little bit sometimes for people to get over and the cost involved. And, you know, I've now started, the way I'm adapting to this current situation, I'm offering just options that are require less commitment and are lower cost but still effective. Right, right. That's my way to kind of help people but still make it, manageable in terms of their budget and cash flow situation. And I found that that's been very helpful. And also, I'm super flexible. I do a lot of stuff just pro bono, whether that's a good thing or not. My accountant would say that's not a good idea. <laughs> the uh, accountant did not but, hear that. <laughs> yeah. But but I do that because um, I just want people to see that if they did more of it, it would work. It would be a worthwhile investment. And um, so it's it's... Yeah, it's been it's been steady. I'll say that I um, I I think I could do more, but I you know I have multiple responsibilities. Yes, so I'm kind of <laughs> the <laughs> I, woman I'm of all the I, things. You do all yeah. the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, but this will, I'll be able to offer even more value once I actually launch the official website. So you know we're talking about the NAB app, and we've said it's launched, but it hasn't really officially launched. Right. Um, um, and it will uh, launch in July, actually. Um, and that, that will allow retailers to onboard to the site and then take a look at the advertising options available and the packages we offer to, to sell their products. I mean, that's exciting. I feel like for you, you are... You're a great case study of how to engage and get people buy in prior to like officially launching. I think a lot of times when we work with with um, young entrepreneurs who are starting up something, whether it's online or not, they want everything to be perfect. Everything has to be right right now. 
Um, and they miss the opportunity to get that kind of groundswell and um, grassroots, if you would, following that can only serve them in the long run, right? And so when you say you do things pro bono sometimes so that people can see their return or what it could be, I don't think that's a bad idea. I just think you're focusing on the long game. So you're, you're, ref- yeah, that's an investment that you're making. And so once they see, they're like, oh yeah, now I get what you mean. So now, yes, yeah, sign me up for our, this six month, three month, whatever contract. Yep. You know, so it makes sense to me and how you've moved through this process. I think kudos to you for that. Um, One of the things that I wanted to ask you about was the Choose Bermuda initiative. We had um, Rebecca on here of TABS, and I Mm -hmm. know that you are also part of that movement. Tell Mm -hmm. me a little bit about why you became involved and how that impacts what you're trying to do, as well as the potential impact on, on business locally. Yeah, that that whole movement came from a conversation, actually, Rebecca and I had around, you know, the challenges that she and other retailers were facing and, you know, looking to me to say, well, what what could we do? Um, how can we, you know, turn this around and make this more of an opportunity to drive more local spending? Mm-hmm. And um as a result of that initial conversation, we invited a few of our other retailer friends and we got together on a Zoom chat and just started talking. And we knew right away that the main thing we needed to focus on was some sort of buy Bermuda campaign, some variation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of that first meeting came this uh, hashtag choose BDA and the concept. And it's, it's a group of really smart, switched on doer type ladies so go ladies, yeah, go uh, ladies. Yeah. I mean, I, it is the most incredible mastermind. I will say I will advocate for anyone get into a mastermind, surround yourself with intelligent, smart women, because it, it can bear incredible fruit for you. But anyway, out of that, um, we put together uh, a concept and a campaign, which was to tap into the hearts and minds of our, our fellow residents here. And, show them how important and the faces and, and the realities behind shop, what it means to shop local, like mm-hmm. the families it affects, the the jobs it supports, the economy it supports, and the goods that they, you know, get from local retailers. All that would go away if these retailers fall apart. That's right. So it's like, how can we just communicate and get some sort of symbol out there? So um, one of our members, Christina Scoba, is very talented from Lemoncello, you know, created the triangle and we got that going. So, yeah, and we were we we weren't surprised, but very happy that the community embraced it. Yeah, yeah we jumped right on it. Like everybody knew that this was important. And mm-hmm. I think we've consistently seen that people have embraced it and we have some great things coming out to keep the momentum going because this is not a one and done thing no it shouldn't be yeah I I mean I think that it perfect timing right so it's like um outside of the fact that COVID sucks um (laughs) it's it's now a time for people to pull together right and you think about how do you do that best when you're not getting any money coming in from outside people coming to the island well we still have money on the island and we don't want to spend it outside of the island so if we can recycle those dollars within our own economy it definitely creates the opportunity for businesses to still you know maintain 
maintain themselves, still maintain um, employees and hiring people so that, that the economy stays afloat and keeps moving. So, I mean, I... I, th- I just want to drop a fact on you on yeah. that point, Jamila. I mean, in 2018... Over $200 million was declared in overseas spending by, by locals. That's just what was declared. So yep. you can imagine that number is much higher. Imagine if that, even half of that, $100 million stayed in this island yep. circulating. Yep. The impact that would have. Meanwhile, over that same well, 2018, 2017, over 200 people lost their jobs in retail. Exactly. And, and so many um, businesses closed down. I mean, there's over 4,000 people working in retail on this island. Imagine the impact if these people lost their jobs. But more importantly, imagine the benefit if even half of that money actually circulated within this economy. And that's what hashtag choose BDA is focused on. We actually want to get down to showing what a dollar spent locally means versus a dollar spent overseas. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. I think, I think that people would get it. Yeah, came about because of COVID, as we were saying, you know, the best of Bermudian culture is we, we, we are good to each other in times of crisis. We've proven it, you know, over many, many decades of hurricanes and various crises that we have here and our ability to come together. And actually, you know, the best part of our culture is, is what's happened because of this pandemic. And we want to overcome one of the not so, okay, I'm not going to pat myself on the back as mm-hmm. a Bermudian because... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sending too much money overseas because I have this perception that, that it's too expensive here. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just about the reality being held up to us as a culture, I think. you got to hold that piece of paper up real close so they don't look around it. And I think that's what COVID caused. Yep. Couldn't look past it anymore. Cause, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that everybody had to pause and say, hey, wait a minute. They're listening to the facts that Danielle is just putting out now. Yeah. And, and the fact that she was you know, sort of ramping up her business before it started. Just proves the fact that the age-old adage in advertising is that endorsements and and testimonials are the best way to promote your product. Oh, whether you're doing it on, on on terrestrial broadcasting, like here at BBC, you know, and, and television and radio, or whether now you know the big push also is um is is on the digital age of media as well. Yeah, social media, Instagram. The, the concept hasn't changed. It's not boring. Mm-hmm. They're just not used to the platform, and that's what I think. Nab and Danielle, who we're talking to right now, it, you know, the COVID thing presented that to people in a way where they had to stop and look at it for the value that is really right there in front of them. And one of the things that I, I also want to talk a little bit about, too, when you talk about bringing people together in the community, I mean, outside of COVID, the world is in a, a turmoil, right? Specifically around Black Lives Matter. And I was I participated in the, the march the that, march yeah, on Sunday. On Sunday mm-hmm. And the number of people and the diversity that, yes. it, you know, was in that crowd was just heartwarming. Sure. Um, and so to me, that is sort of what, choose Bermuda can symbolize it's the coming together for the betterment of the entire country right it's not just um, me and what I can get but together if we work together and do this then we can make the whole country better Um, so on that note I noticed that um, you've included NAP app now has a listing of these fabulous black owned businesses why did you think it was important to highlight that um, Danielle and just bring attention to specifically black owned businesses businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, leading up to the march on Sunday uh, and, and soon following the atrocities that happened, there, 
there were a lot of people, you know, saying Black Lives Matter um, and putting up black squares. But then people started saying, well, that's all great, but what are the action steps? What are you going to do that really makes a difference and changes the status quo? And one of the things I was reading about was support, promote, um, shop with um, Black-owned businesses is one of those ways that people can can do something. And then when I read that and then thought about the platform that I have, which obviously is centered on shopping, I said, well, then I can extract and highlight and showcase the landscape of Black-owned businesses in Bermuda Mm -hmm. to make it much easier for people to support, promote, follow, and shop at these places. So I, I started off, I think I fervently, like one evening, put together um, a list of 50 and mm-hmm. put it out. And it had such a tremendous response of people loving it and then also tagging other businesses. Mm-hmm. And then um, I then subsequently a week later added 50 more businesses. So we're up to 100. And now I've committed to updating it with 50 new businesses every week because I... I uh, I can't tell you how many more black-owned businesses are out there that have not yet been added. It's incredible. And it is. amazing. It is. And, um, and, and I'd love to, I've done the blog, which, you know, is just a listing of no particular order or category, but eventually to integrate that into the map platform so right. that it's a lot more searchable. But at the moment, it's a great blog to actually just scroll, look at the pictures, read the captions I've written, Mm -hmm. and discover new places. I I ordered from somewhere I had never ordered from before because of the exercise of just taking the time to discover. Yep. Yeah. And and that's the piece that I think is so important um, that this exercise that you undertook, it, it allows people to discover things they didn't even know was here. I know when I know. we first had our initial conversation, one of the catalysts that got you to do the NAB app anyway, is you were looking for, I think it was makeup product or something that you couldn't no, find. The Dyson vacuum. Ex- the like vacuum. And you, and you were like, I'm looking for this thing. I don't know who sells it. Where is the listing of the businesses that sell these type of products? And so that exactly. little catalyst has turned into something that's so much greater. Oh. But I would argue that people suffer that all the time they're like i didn't even know that that i could get this on the island um oh my god sometimes i post on nabap and somebody will write me i've been ordering this in for years you're telling me it's sold at this place (laughs) and i'm like i know i have that eureka moment all All the the time time. all the time the other thing that i think um your ability to highlight specifically the black-owned businesses is the amount of creative talent I mean, it just, it blows my mind. And I think that um, with adding social media, adding Instagram, like you said, it's the storytelling that I think creates an opportunity for people to connect with each other, right? And that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about connecting because whatever the product or service, if it's great, you want it, right? Irrespective of who's actually um, building it. But these are people and businesses that, like you said, Danielle, you didn't even know existed. And now with this platform or through this platform or through this list that you have put together they have more of an opportunity to reach a wider audience so um i think kudos to you on that thank you for taking that initiative i know there are other platforms but i think what you've been able to do with nab app is create a what do do i want to say 
elevated with the storytelling and the pictures and all of that. Like you yeah. really pay close attention to how you deliver the content. And I think people are appreciative of that. The conversation makes all the difference. Yeah. We've often said that too here, you know, on, on the DC show. And about, you know, not knowing. How many people still say, I didn't know BEDC did that. Girl, I get that I all the time. I know. It still happens. BEDC is a gem, man. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Now, listen, Miss Do the Most or Do the Things or Lady of... Of all the things, you know how they say the Renaissance man back in the day, they did everything. She is a Renaissance woman. So uh, among other things, right, you have your La Maison, you, you're the VP um, of business development, you have the NAB app, you have mommy, and now we're talking about your hosting gig. Um, so coming up this Sunday, <laughs> you yeah. have something going on. So tell us a little bit about that. What is it and, and what should we expect? How do we get involved in that? I just can't help myself. I swear because I, 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 again, I'm a doer. So, you know, I encounter people that talk about problems they have, just like I had this problem and that's why I created NAB. So, so many people struggling to get their website online, how to connect it to the bank, where to even start. And I myself went through that in developing the NAB app. So hearing these stories repeatedly as barriers that prevent people from getting up and running quickly, I'm just trying to provide value through NAB, and that's education around certain things. Mm-hmm. So a few weeks ago, I did an inter, uh, Instagram Live event with Chris Burns from First Atlantic Commerce, and this Sunday, I'm doing one with Brandon Morrison from BrandOn, which is a web development and training company, to talk about how where to start when you want to build a website and how to make sure it's built so that you get the most out of it, meaning make money from it. Right. Really maximize the value because so many build a website that's not user-friendly, not marketed, yep. not it doesn't really work for them. And then they say, oh, it wasn't worth it to do the website, or they end up having to spend double because... To fix it, went, yeah. Yeah, to fix it and to make it work. So we want to help people avoid all those mistakes so they can get up and running because for me... Um, the more retailers we have out there bringing and providing products to this community, that means more people will shop local because they don't need to go overseas. And also, it, it's like NAB is facilitating that. To me, it just fits in with what we ultimately want to see, a thriving retail sector. So it's just something I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Nobody... I'm not going to wait for somebody to do it. I'm going to do it. Love know? it. I love it. That's what we want. Like, I'm... I'm, um, I'm so into this like I just saw something on social media another group called boss babes Bermuda or something like that I'm like yes it doesn't have to always be us and sometimes it's the it's it's received better and it comes from a a more thoughtful place when it comes from you as the entrepreneur because you've lived it already he who has felt it knows it already already so I'm really excited about Sunday if people want to come what do they have to do Danielle so it's Sunday at 8 p.m. It's Instagram Live. So all you have to do is follow me at the NAB app on Instagram mm-hmm. and tune in at 8 o'clock if you want to watch it live. And live is great because you can a- ask questions. We can answer them in real time. And you can just get what you need right away. But if you miss it, we will have a recording. Last time I forgot to save the recording. This time I will <laughs> People so, were like, can you send me that recording? You were like, um, exactly. um 
have to redo a Zoom interview with Chris as a result, which is actually available on my website. Awesome. If you go to the yeah, if you go to the Nab app, follow me, and in my link in bio, I have a bunch of links to YouTube videos, blog posts, my website, all the things you need, like skins if you want to apply the hashtag Choose BDA Triangle to your business or brand. Everything is there um, and easy for you, but definitely tune in 8 o'clock this Sunday. Danielle, the Nab app, and Brandon Morrison from Brandon are going to talk about the ultimate checklist for getting your website hooked up. All right. Thank you, girl. Listen, now that I know you're into all of this kind of stuff, then you know BDC is going to be calling on you, right? You know that, right? Well, I already told <laughs> I said I'm into it. Let's do it. All right. So said, so done. <laughs> I am so happy to, that you finally made it on here. This is not going to be the last time. Surely there will be an opportunity once you actually launch the website to come back and talk to us a little bit more about what is on offer, what's available. And as you continue to do this, now you're going to become an industry expert, right? So that you're willing mm-hmm. to share your how-tos and tips. Um, we are grateful for because we, we know that there are people who were where you were, I want to say a year ago, and didn't know what to do. Um, so that if you can share that information, certainly on Sunday, we'll be tuning in. Follow um, Danielle at NAB app, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah, that right. NAB, it stands for need and buy, NAB. Need and buy, NAB. Oh! Yeah, it's called the NAB app. It stands for need and buy. And because um, I needed something and I wanted to buy it. I needed to <laughs> NAB it. <laughs> I yeah, love that. I, you know, I did not know it was need and buy. I just thought, you know, you want to nab something, something. but it makes sense. Ours. It is. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and we see how she's minding her business, right? She's minding all her businesses. <laughs> Thank you. All the way to the bottom of we the hour. We did. Like to thank Danielle Painter from NABAP for joining us. Remember, choose Bermuda, folks. Okay, that's what we're on about right here. And tune in again next Thursday. That's It'll right. Time to mind your business once again. Because you don't. Who will? Who will? Thank you very much. <laughs> come back right here. Take care, Danielle. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>